This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by Honey. Well, it's certainly been an eventful few days since our last video, so let's just start off with some, you know, some of the more entertaining stories of the week. Starting with the very odd Twitter war that has been raging between Hellboy and Sons of Anarchy actor Ron Perlman, and uh, mainly Texas State Senator and 9-11 porn aficionado Ted Cruz which has resulted in uh, Cruz attempting to set up a wrestling match between Perlman and Congressman Jim Jordan while presumably Cruz watches from a distance while masturbating. That's right. Yeah. Just like the woman in the porno that he liked, he peers around the corner and watches the action. Sexual posts. (laughs) So, all right, how did this feud even start? Why are Republicans unable to stop cell-phoning themselves by engaging Ron Perlman on Twitter? What's going on? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Ron Perlman's been speaking out about various issues for quite some time now. But recently, one in particular caught the eye of Florida congressman, DUI recipient, generally horrible person, and uh, apparently man who literally grew up in the house that was featured in the movie The Truman Show, Matt Gates. Yeah. You see, Matt Gates was recently triggered by a policy reversal from the U.S. Soccer Federation, which stated that its players are prohibited from kneeling during our national anthem. So now they're allowed to kneel, and uh, Perlman tweeted out, the U.S. soccer team called, and you guessed it, said they couldn't give any less of a fuck about what you two dipshits think. And he tagged both Matt Gates and President Trump. Yeah. Uh, Gates could not help himself and just had to respond, calling out Perlman as a hypocrite for playing a character in a TV series. Yep. Gates said, This racial justice warrior had no problem in Hollywood portraying the white supremacist leader of a motorcycle gang, hashtag Sons of Anarchy, to which Perlman replied, Yes, sir. So true. So rewarding playing assholes on TV. Tell me, sir, how is it actually being one? What is acting? (laughs) Please let me know. Uh, They went back and forth for a while. Uh, Gates said he couldn't wait to see Perlman's tears when Trump is reelected and and said that people obviously do love Matt Gates because he won his district, by God. All right. Perlman replied to that saying, quote, a guy who wins a totally gerrymandered district with daddy's money deserves our deepest admiration. And, uh, you know, so on and so forth. It was a Twitter spat. Now, this argument eventually got to the point where Perlman posted a photo of Jim Jordan and said Gates was lucky because if it wasn't for Jim Jordan, he'd be the ugliest politician walking. And then out of nowhere, by God, it's Raphael Ted Cruz. They're playing Ted Cruz's music. (laughs) I thought he was retired from wrestling. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. You don't mess with Jim Jordan or else his girlfriend, Ted Cruz, will step in, defend his honor, and then without a prompt from Jordan himself, tell the perpetrator that Jim Jordan will kick his ass. Yes. Uh, this is pretty standard toxic girlfriend behavior that Ted Cruz is demonstrating here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it is. Well, let's see what he said. Listen, hell boy, you talk a good game when you got Hollywood makeup and stuntmen, but I'll bet $10,000 to the non-political charity of your choice that you couldn't last five minutes in the wrestling ring with Jim Jordan without getting pinned. You up for it? Or does your publicist say too risky? I like how I think while this was all playing out, I don't think that Ted Cruz knew that Ron Perlman was 70 years old. Yeah. Well, he looks great. Also, is there a lot of non-political charities out there? Usually usually charitable organizations uh, are the result of a... Of political inaction. Yeah, yeah, you could you could argue that uh, the very existence of charity at all is uh, political in nature. Sure. Um, anyway, Perlman replied to that challenge, asking if this is the Ted Cruz, the same guy who let Trump call his wife a dog and his father an assassin, and now kisses his ass. Yeah. And he's got a point. I still love that picture of Ted Cruz phone baking for Trump, just like, mm, oh God boy, I can't believe. How did I get myself into this mess? 
Anyways, he then says that since mentioning Jim Jordan and wrestling is problematic, uh, referring to Jordan's alleged knowledge of sexual abuse by a team doctor when he was a coach at Ohio State University, that uh, Perlman would donate $50,000 of his own money to Black Lives Matter if Ted Cruz would step into the ring instead, adding that Cruz could, quote, keep all the taxpayer money he was thinking of spending. Uh, There were a few more tweets back and forth, uh, most of which resulted in everyone, including Perlman, finding it incredibly odd that Ted Cruz would keep promoting a fight on someone else's behalf against a person who is 70 years old. Uh, And that that was pretty much the end of it, at least for now. And it doesn't appear as though, Jim, I don't know anything about a doctor touching your genitals when you went to him for a nosebleed Jordan, nor Ted, a little bit of porn-a-rooney on 9-11 Cruz, have any intention of actually wrestling Hellboy. Ted, look, I hate Hollywood actors as much as the next guy, but, like, I kind of, uh, I got away with, like, facilitating child molestation. I barely, barely got through that. Would prefer it if people weren't Googling Jim Jordan wrestling. Mm -hmm. Uh, But thanks. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure I could beat up this old man. Yeah, Yeah, good point. I could definitely beat up an elderly man. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, on to more pressing matters. Uh, The protests against police brutality. Uh, You wouldn't really know it by watching the news, but uh, yeah, the protests are still very much happening and haven't shown too many signs of slowing down. In fact, some of the biggest demonstrations so far happened over the past weekend. Um, And sadly, in the midst of all this, police keep brutalizing black people, protesters, and members of the media, um, or they just, you know, completely turn their heads whenever someone from a group of counter-protesters gets violent. Oh, what? What? Oh, what? I missed that. Couldn't couldn't have possibly happened. Gonna go shoot some tear gas and these people uh, just sitting over in the. You grass. see the one of the guy uh, where he's just standing there with all yeah, the some people dude around him, punches him in the and back. And the cops are like, uh, maybe you should stop talking. Yeah, no. it's it's so obvious because mm-hmm. as uh, as Zach De La Roca once said, some of those who work forces are the same as burn crosses. Nah, I don't listen to the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a pretty fun conservative band, Raging mm-hmm. This Machine. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's like, mm, uh, you could say maybe they're uh, the, you know. Police and the, the police and the counter-protesters on the same team. Could be. Anyways, everybody listen. The cops are having a, they're having a pretty tough time out there as well. Yeah. yeah. Here in Los Angeles, the LAPD chief has stated that they've curtailed overtime pay for officers after spending $40 million on overtime pay during the protests and the pandemic. Uh, so, you know. You, you know, time, you really hate to see it. Time to get baking. Oh. It's time for a bake sale, baby. <laughs> GoFundMe.com. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, bake up some donuts. It'll be on brand. Uh, so apparently, instead of getting a massive amount of overtime, they'll just get uh, like some time off, some vacation days. You, It really... You, can you imagine what these police are going through? Yeah, that thin blue line just got a little bit thinner. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, over in New York, officers are facing even more abuse because according to a letter from New York City's largest police union, the PBA, their officers can't even get a damn meal without fearing for their lives. Uh, Per a letter sent out to union members, quote, This evening, several members of service assigned to a protest detail in Lower Manhattan took meal at at the Shake Shack location. I am taking meal. (laughs) The Shake Shack location on Broadway and Fulton Street. At some point during their meal period, the members of service discovered that a toxic substance, believed to be bleach, had been placed in their beverages. The contamination was not discovered until they'd already ingested a portion of their beverages. They are currently at the hospital receiving treatment and are expected to recover. Okay, uh, the letter then goes on to tell officers to remain vigilant when it comes to eating meals. You know, keep your head on a swivel. And uh, it adds that uh, they, quote, cannot afford to let our guard down. Wow. 
Not even for a second. They're out there poisoning cops. Just like, you know, that one time that guy ate a, took a bite out of a cosmic chicken. Didn't think they'd figure it out. Or uh, no, like it's, all, uh, yeah. all those baristas yeah. eating, eating while police. Very yeah. dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is a bit suspicious. Why would someone risk their job to poison a bunch of cops when, if this were true, uh, it would have been incredibly easy to get caught doing it and uh, probably resulted in some very serious judgments against them. Very high risk, very low reward sort of shit. Yeah. And it's not as if cops haven't victimized themselves regarding fast food workers in the very recent past. Uh, You know, two years ago, there was that Florida cop who had to walk back accusations that he made regarding Burger King employees putting dirt in his food Mm -hmm. because it didn't fucking happen. And uh, one year ago, that officer claimed that a McDonald's employee took a bite out of his burger before later admitting that, oops, I actually (laughs) took a bite out of my own burger. I forgot. And then I forgot about it. (laughs) Whoops. Didn't fucking happen. Yeah. And then, you know. Every time a cop goes into Starbucks, they write pig yeah. on the label. But I think that, like, that one actually happened, though. The barista was like, nah. The barista said it happened. And nah. they got punished. Nah. Don't believe it. Still funny, but I think it happened. Every time this fucking happens, I just picture that, that meme of the, the old man on his Black's driveway. Black's rule. Black's rule. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it also, it seems as though the NYPD, they specifically have a pre-existing fear of ice cream products in general. Uh, they claimed just earlier this month that protesters were leaving pints of delicious looking ice cream all around the protest sites uh, that were actually cement. Wow. Yeah. Now, people could have thrown them, sure, but based on their warning letters, it seemed as though police were actually worried that they could have been tricked into biting these delicious-looking snacks and breaking their teeth in the process. A a prank that would have rivaled even some of Bugs Bunny's best work. Yeah. Wow, uh, look at that delicious cookies and cream ice cream. mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so that that cement ice cream turned out to uh, just be test pours of cement for a construction job left there with markings indicating them as such by surprise construction workers. Yes. Uh, it's how they recommend. It's literally called the coffee cup test. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I've had a long day of protecting these streets. It's hot outside. I just pulled my cap off to wipe, wipe the sweat from my brow. And what do I see before my feet? A delicious, non-melted mm. cookies and cream oh, ice cream. It's hard. <laughs> Clunk. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. And, and then uh, his teeth all fall out, like, with the cue of piano pee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it turns out that uh, based on an investigation by the NYPD itself, um, yeah, no one at Shake Shack was trying to poison the police. Oh, okay. Huh. Now, according to the NYPD chief of detectives, quote, after a thorough investigation by the NYPD's Manhattan South investigators, it has been determined that there was no criminality by Shake Shack's employees. Uh, yeah, turns out. Supposedly, there was some leftover cleaning solution in the shake machine, which hadn't been fully washed off. The officers were never at any real risk. Um, probably had a little bit of mud butt. Maybe uh, yeah. some lactate pills. Might, might be lactose intolerant. Could be. It's a hot summer. You probably shouldn't be ingesting dairy in the middle of the day, uh, especially <laughs> if your workplace is your car. Yeah. Ah, yeah. But, you know, they got to go to the hospital. The city paid for that, too. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Turns out, just a bit of gas. Maybe they'll get a challenge coin out of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, speaking of potential poop-related criminality, though, we have a very odd story for you coming up in just a second. But first, let's, ta- let's thank today's sponsor, Honey. We all shop online a lot. But uh, did you know you can make online shopping even better? 
You can with Honey. Honey is the free online shopping tool that saves you money. Honey automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart, which makes online shopping feel as easy as it's supposed to be. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites, Target, Macy's, Etsy, Walmart, whatever. When you check out, this little box drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds for it to scan for every promo code on the internet and watch the prices drop. Doodly doodly doo. Yeah. yeah, we've we've already talked about our uh, various examples, but what what did yeah. you get earlier? I ordered a standing desk a couple days ago. They mm -hmm. uh, honey found a promo code. They threw in a free desk lamp. Wasn't even just like oh cool a yeah. desk lamp yeah. for free. I'm always finding crazy deals on there, and I'm always surprised when it works because I'm like, how could this thing save even more on these deals yeah. that I'm finding? Boom, another five bucks drops off. Uh, anyways, Honey's, Honey has found is over 17 million members, over $1 billion in savings. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, and they're adding even more every day. Uh, users, they love Honey. That's why it has over 100,000 five-star reviews in the Google Chrome store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It's free to use and installs in just a few seconds. Plus, it's now part of the PayPal family. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash itdaily or by clicking the link in the description below. Uh, that is joinhoney.com slash itdaily. Link below in the description. Check it out. Thank you for sponsoring the show. All right, back to the news. Uh, someone's shitting on the fictional superhero Green Arrow's very real roof. Mm -hmm. Stephen Amell, who stars as the titular character on one of the CW's most successful DC Comics-based shows, he had his roof shit on by an angry neighbor, allegedly. All this information is coming directly from Mr. Amell himself, and as far as we can tell, there isn't an investigation underway because he and his wife, they know exactly who the pooper trader is. Here's what he said this past weekend. Our next door neighbor has been illegally doing construction for three plus years. Cass got upset with her after we did everything we could to be neighborly. Cass called her out multiple times on Memorial Day weekend. The next day, she snuck into our backyard and shit on our roof. And of course, he added proof of this whole escapade in the form of a photograph, which clearly shows, it, yep, that is a pile of shit on Ugh. the roof. Maybe it's not his roof. Maybe it's not his neighbor's shit. But at this point, we're inclined to take his word for it, I, I guess. Why would someone lie about this? I'm not sure that yelling at a neighbor for constant construction would result in said neighbor accessing Stephen Amell's roof and then taking a shit on it or taking a shit somewhere else and then lovingly placing it in a neat pile on Stephen Amell's roof or taking someone else. Someone else's shit could be. Yeah. Or something else's shit. It could be a very large dog. And then putting that on Stephen Amell's roof. But it is very strange. Yeah. The idea that someone would do something so brazen, something that they could get caught doing so easily because... As people with roofs know, it does make some noise when people are stomping yeah. around on your roof. Maybe it was Santa Claus. Could have been Santa Claus. Eating all that cookies and milk. Yeah. Complaining that the milk has bleach in it, but really, you just, you drank too much milk, Santa. Santa's lactose That's why you intolerant. Got the shits. Santa's shitting everywhere. But yeah, no, it, it, I mean, it looks like human shit. Could be a big dog. Could be another animal. It looks like human shit. It's in a nice little pile. And it is on a roof. But anyways... Whatever the case may be, there's apparently shit on Arrow's roof. Uh, one, now, one Twitter user, they were quick to respond, garnering a retweet from Amel himself. Uh, the, the Twitter user said, Damn, that sucks you left a copy of the last two seasons of Arrow on your roof. Bam, bazinga. Uh, to which Amel politely replied, Hey, man, please unfollow me. Hey, man, that's not cool. <laughs> hey, man, we worked pretty hard on those two seasons of Arrow. Like, just, you know, we're talking about roof poops here. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of celebrities who may or may not deserve shit on their roofs, Jeremy Piven, a.k.a. Ari Gold from the TV series and movie Entourage, who also had no shortage of sexual assault allegations against him, 
and is just kind of known for being an asshole, being an asshole. And in general. Yeah, it's one of those people you move to L.A. and they're like, yeah, Jeremy Pinnon, real piece of shit. Stay away. You know, he he draws a lot of the Ari Gold character from his own personal life. Yeah, he's an asshole. Uh, so anyway, Allegedly. Jeremy Piven seems to be a bit desperate for money these days. So he has taken to Cameo, a site where you can pay a fee on a sliding scale in order to have your favorite celebrity send you or your friends or family a video message. Uh, it's a bit weird, but I guess some people seem to enjoy it, so whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyways, recently Cameo, they started offering something new. Premium option here. Zoom calls with your favorite celebrities. A little virtual meet and greet. Yeah. Uh, and we can only imagine that... Every one of those Zoom calls will be extremely awkward for everyone involved based on the amount of times that we've seen fans interact with celebrities at concerts, conventions, and premieres without the added pressure of uh, money being exchanged <laughs> for the interaction. Can you imagine, like, uh, someone, like, paying a certain amount to talk to a celebrity? What what that would look like, it would, to me, just seem strange. Yeah, it's, uh, like, just weird fucked vibes. Kind of is. Uh, but back to Jeremy Piven's offer on that site. Uh, Piven, he's definitely all in on this Zoom call idea. And he is offering his fans the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to chat directly with him for 10 whole minutes for the very reasonable sum of $15,000. Yes, you for a meager $15,000, you can chat with famed actor and alleged sexual abuser Jeremy Piven. Now, if... $15,000 for a 10-minute video a video chat is out of your budget, however. You can still opt for the pre-recorded message for the low, low price of just $400. <laughs> now, obviously, we were very curious about this value, and we had to know exactly why a chat with Jeremy Piven would cost $15,000. So I went ahead and paid for it out of our business account just to see what it was all about. Here's the video. What is this? No, I really <laughs> did. I didn't do it. That would be stupid. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> I just wanted to see you get angry and worried. Yeah, I yeah, that, that would have been bad. <laughs> okay, well, but, uh, sorry yeah. about the lack of video. That would be uh, extremely poor taste. Who I mean, are these Jeremy Piven fans? I have no idea. These Piven heads, not us though. We're not going to give them any money. No, I like is the fifteen thousand dollars is fifteen thousand just in case he manages to like sexually harass you during the Zoom call and you sue him. He needs that money for like legal fees. I would assume that he sends out a contract and an NDA before any video chats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, another news from Hollywood. Looks like the Oscars are going to be delayed next year. You know, because of the coronavirus. Yeah. It's not really. Not really any movies coming out, so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, judging by way things are going. Hard to imagine everything being back to normal at all this year. 2020, throw it in the trash. Yeah. They should just cancel the entire ceremony, give the, all the awards to Sonic the Hedgehog. Be done with it. Yeah. It was a weird year. You had to be there. Uh, instead of doing that, though, the Academy is moving the, the date back about two months from February 28th to April 25th, and they're extending the eligibility period for films to be nominated from December 31st to February 28th, 2021, which we can only imagine will make things even more confusing when the 2022 Oscars happen, unless they keep the same schedule, because then the next year will be the short year instead of the... Just count this year as a loss, everyone. It's easy. 2020 never happens. Cancelled completely. We don't talk about 2020. Exactly. Now, speaking of movies released during a pandemic, though, uh, everyone's eyes have been fixated on one movie and one movie alone as the clear sign that it is apparently safe for studios to start releasing their films in theaters it's, once again. It's the groundhog of movies. Yes, that would be Christopher <laughs> Nolan's Tenet from Warner Brothers. 
Now, as you re- might remember from our recent coverage of this film's release schedule, it was announced just last week that the film would, in fact, be delayed, but only by two weeks. So it, it's still currently scheduled to release in July on the 31st. But up until this point, we were pretty convinced that it had to be the studio itself behind the pressure to get this film out to the public, mostly because Warner Brothers makes bad decisions all the time. And, you know, we're sure they're not exactly thrilled about having to alter the rest of their release schedule for 2020 because of the coronavirus. Yeah. So. But, uh, no. Apparently this is all Chris Nolan's fault. Yes. And that sucks to hear. Uh, According to a recent article in the New York Times, it appears as though Warner Brothers was actually the rational one this time. They were set on delaying Tenet alongside the rest of their slate, but Chris Nolan had other plans. Quote, The big studios are eager to begin releasing movies again, but none are particularly thrilled by the idea of going first. In recent weeks, Warner, concerned about its Tenet investment, was leaning in favor of postponement, while Mr. Nolan, a fervent advocate for preserving the movie-going experience, was more eager to press ahead. The discussions amounted to a fraught moment for Warner. Mr. Nolan is a proven moneymaker, and the studio wants to keep him happy. Dude, Chris... Can we call you Chris? I've met him. I've interviewed him. So I think I can call you Chris. Chris, don't fucking do it, dude. Bad idea. You're going to want to reel this one back in. We swear. This is, it's not a great look. And it's out in the open that this is now your idea. Check the recent data. There's still time to reschedule this. No one is going to hold the delay against you. But people will absolutely hate you if anyone they know or themselves gets sick because they went out to see your movie during a pandemic Mm -hmm. that right now is absolutely not showing signs of slowing down. It's not even going to make a lot of money in the best case scenario anyway, because all the theater screening, it will have to be at limited capacity capacity anyway. So even if every single showing sells out, yeah. it's not going to achieve the numbers that you're thinking it will. Also, I have to imagine the theaters they're going to have a longer period between screenings because it's not... They have not, to disinfect Yeah, everything. they're not just sweeping up popcorn kernels. They're disinfecting an entire theater. Yeah, and then they have to, like, block every other chair out. And yeah. It's a lot that's going to go into this. Yeah. So, yeah, there's really not a lot of positives to come from releasing a movie right now. So maybe, Chris, listen, we're not trying to tell you how to do your job. You obviously know you what know you're what doing. You know what you're doing. He's a prolific filmmaker. Yeah. But when it comes to releasing something during a pandemic, you have no experience doing it. Maybe hold off for a second. Yeah. You don't want that blood on your hands. No, you don't. Uh, Anyways, uh, speaking of uh, pandemic protection, if you are going to go see the movie, we are releasing face masks uh, on Friday, I believe. Uh, We're not there. They're going to be for sale, but we're not making any money off of it. All the money is going to go to a charity called No Kid Hungry. Uh, So look out for that. We'll uh, show off those face masks and send out links whenever they're available. So make sure you're following us on Twitter, twitter.com slash internettodaytv. Uh, So stay tuned for that. I got the samples today. Very high quality. Yes. And they have a uh, slot so you can put in the the filter as well. Yeah. So pretty cool. Uh, Anyways, in the meantime, watch Weekly Weird News and our most recent news dump. And we will see you very soon for Tech News Day. Bye-bye. Bye.